Hello, and welcome to the Circling Seattle Sports Podcast. This is the 82nd episode of the podcast, and this is the 23rd edition of the Seattle Interview Series. Today, I'm joined by Leah Pruitt, all Pac-12 first team honors in 2018, USC alum. Uh, I'm a Husky, so that that's uh, there's there's some rivalry there. Uh-oh. Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> member of the NWSL Shield and NWSL Championship team in 2019 with the Courage, but currently with the OL Reign. How have you been? I know we're we're coming off a big weekend, uh, and some exciting things happened today. So how's how's your world been over the last few days? Um, it's yeah, it's been exciting with a lot of just exciting news. I guess we are coming off a big win against. Portland Thorns and you know it's our rivalry so it was a really great team win and just like we have a lot of momentum going forward we're getting a lot of new faces for our team and I think it's just help helping build and making us better so yeah there's been like a lot of changes and it's been like all positive stuff on my side these past few days it's 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 been a lot of fun to see I uh I remember watching the game I had uh watched it on my phone and I was you know it's it's a big atmosphere anytime you know Seattle and Portland clash and a lot of things it's a big uh, a big atmosphere but to have that game go the way it did and uh, some some gestures made by certain members of the team uh, as well as you know the uh, someone joining the team in practice which I'll, I'll address all that in a little bit but it's been an exciting week and it's it's been super fun following this team um, I'm just excited to continue that. So let's let's go back more into you. Obviously, uh, what sort of role did your family play in the making you the player that you are today? You know, your sister Charlie played soccer at LMU, and your father Aaron played football at San Diego State. Uh, what sort of impact and influence did they have into making you, you know, who you are now, and you know, the player that you are at this point? Yeah, I I've had such a huge support system growing up. I my sister's a year older than me and we like play, grew up playing soccer together. Um, I remember she came home f- from kindergarten and was like, oh, I want to try soccer. And I was like, oh yeah, me too. Cause my big sister is. So we just grew up playing soccer forever. Um, yeah. It was so nice having her because like when I want to go practice, she was, she was a goalie and I'm a forward. So we, I could just shoot on her or whatever. And both of my parents are like super into sports. My dad, yeah, he played football. So we were in the weight room pretty young, like in high school, I was going to the weight room and my mom's, she didn't play collegially, but she's super into athletics. And like, actually now she's like a big time CrossFitter and is like top 20 in her age group. So she competes and in my off season, I go with her to the gym and I'll do some CrossFit workouts. So she kicks my butt in those, but yeah. And they're just so supportive of me now. Um, they just want me to keep chasing my dreams and keep playing and doing what I love. So it's been so nice to have them growing up and just helping me get to where I want to be. So with that being said, uh, was being involved with the U S women's national team program at a younger age, uh, something that made you nervous or because of, you know, having that support system, was it something that you saw as more of a chance to prove yourself or, you know, challenge yourself, uh, and continue to work you know you were part of the uh, program as a U17 and U20 camp participant if I am correct um, is that was that something that was daunting at the time or is it like hey this is a chance for me to go and do what I love and you know just challenge myself mm-hmm. um, I think it was a place for me 
to definitely challenge myself. I think I always am looking for like new challenges, new places to be where I can grow and get better and be around the best players. So getting invited to those camps, I'm super excited and always just want to like, just see how I pair up with the best players in the world, you know? So I think definitely playing in the NWSL as well. I've like gotten to see like how I can pair up against these top level players who've been in the league for years and it's just super fun and it's where I can see like where I can improve my game and grow. So taking a look um, past high school here, did you ever consider attending college outside of California or did you know that you wanted to stay within the state? Um, Yeah, I knew I wanted to stay close to home because I'm super close with my family and I mean, I love California. I mean, who wouldn't? So I was like, I'm good staying in California. Um, So I I committed at a super young age to San Diego State. And I mean, the campus is beautiful. My dad went there. So my freshman year in high school, I was like, yes, I'm going there. And like I said, I like a challenge and I like to grow. And I think after getting there my first year in college, I kind of realized I wouldn't grow as much and wanted to challenge myself in different ways. So that's why I decided to go to USC and go to the Pac-12 with the best players. So was that a hard decision or was it something that you kind of knew that I need to do this for myself to to get where I want to go? I mean, in the moment, it was a super hard like spot I was in because I loved San Diego State and the campus and it's scary to change and move. And I was secure in my spot there, but at the same time, I wasn't happy because I knew that there was so much more out there for me. So it wasn't really hard, like, and it wasn't hard to know that I wanted to leave, but it was hard to like go through that process, I guess. So what sort of factors or what things made USC the place that you wanted to continue that collegiate career? What made USC stick out? Cause obviously, you know, California has its variety of different universities down there. So Mm-hmm. what made uh, Southern California really the school that you wanted to continue at? Yeah. So I definitely knew I wanted to stay in the PAC 12. And so I was looking at all the schools like Cal, like on the West coast, like Arizona schools or Oregon, but um, my two good friends that I grew up playing soccer with Ali Prysock and Julia Bingham both went to USC and I only heard good things from Ali about it and was like, okay, that's still super close to home. And like my sister played soccer at LMU. So in LA, like I was like, it seems perfect to me. So I might as well try it out. So I went to the campus, thought it was beautiful. Like met Kadani and Jason and thought they were awesome. Like the facilities are amazing. So everything just seemed great. And like, it just seemed like the right spot to go for me. So then from there, that sophomore season was a, a pretty special season considering what happened. Uh, what Holy, made, yeah. <laughs> what made that, what made that team a, a, a title winning team and what sort of memories and lessons do you keep from that season in that sophomore year of yours? Yeah. So I think that season I learned a lot because I was coming off the bench every single game, but from coming from San Diego state where I started and played every minute. So it was a transition, but I just knew my role and knew like, okay, the moments I get, I need to like take full advantage of them. Like, even if I only get 20 minutes, like I'm going to make the most out of them. And I think that's really carried through to now in the pros. Like, okay, if I only get like, like six minutes, if I am subbed in at the end of the game, like, what am I going to just, what am I going to do in those moments? Like 
I always start th- like if I'm starting, I always start hot because it's like, okay, I don't know like if I'm going to get subbed out at halftime or whatever. So I definitely learned a lot from that. And I think just like knowing your role in, in the team and how to stay positive and how to like, you're going to like get lucky. Sometimes you're going to have to like push through battles. Like there's ups and downs. So I think that season was filled with all of that. So it helped me like really just learn how to grow as a player, I feel like. And yeah, I still say like winning the national championship was definitely like top like two moments in my life because it was just so amazing. And just, I can never forget that. And then with the number 35, does that have a significant meaning to you? Or is that something that, you know, you kind of got that number and you've run with it? And if so, would you be able to explain uh, any story behind that? Honestly, I just took it and ran with it because I was growing up. I was like my dad's football jersey number, which was 44. And then Mm -hmm. went to San Diego State and was 22, like split it in half. And then I didn't get to pick at USC. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I remember before I went in, I was like, oh, I hope like I don't really care what number I get. I just really hope I'm not in the 30s and I hope I don't have a five in it. Literally got 35. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, it's meant to be. And then I just like grew to love it. Cause it's just like, I feel like it's unique and no one really has it. So kind of just grew it into my own number. And so, yeah, that's, I, I love it now. <laughs> so, so 35 is going to stick with it. You think? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I mean, I had one, I stayed 35 all college at, like at USC. Then my first year in the pro was 12. And then I asked the ring if I could go back to 35. So they let me, so I'm sticking with 35 for the rest of my career now <laughs> that's that's funny how that works out nothing in the 30s and doesn't have a five well literally guess... god given 35 i'm like okay i guess that's my number this year <laughs> so transitioning over to the nwsl now what sort of what what is your thought process you know when you get drafted number five overall because in the article i read you had no idea that that was going to happen. You hadn't been spoken to by North Carolina. It kind of caught you out of the blue. So, I mean, how do you process everything? I mean, even after, you know, you're done with the official pick, what, what happens for the rest of the day there and how do you sort of uh, take that all in? Yeah, it was cool because it was in Chicago, the draft and me and Allie, a girl on USC, we went together and it was me and my dad and her and her dad and we went together and yeah I literally had no idea like I you probably read like I was like texting her like throughout the draft and fifth pick we're both like oh North Carolina like I haven't heard anything from them like no and we both are like yeah no and then literally they were like Leah Pruitt I'm like wait what like I yeah I was really shocked and then I just like I don't even know what I said like in the little speech after and then like after behind this like all the media people are coming up and like what is it like being like drafted so high I'm like I don't know I'm so like it's amazing but like whoa and then yeah the rest of the day we just like hung out got pizza like did Ali got drafted high too so we had just like a really good fun time and then went back home and then like I was just like okay like time to prove myself like I got drafted high for a reason. Like they want me. So I need to go in ready and fit and just ready to show them like what they got, you know? It's, you know, now that I think about it, that must be something that's, I don't know if it's, you know, challenging or it's like, I don't know how to answer you when people come up. Oh, how do you feel about being drafted so high? I'm, you know, I'm sure in your point, it's like, I'm still processing this myself. I I can't give you words. 
you know, yeah. so that's, that's always interesting. Uh, that's something I always look at when it's, you know, whether it's after, you know, something big happens or someone's drafted, you know, in a position that they might have not thought it's like, kind of put them on the spot here. I don't know if they even know what's going on right now. So yeah, interesting to hear how that goes. And you know, what's going through your mind when that happens. Um, and then with North Carolina and that 2019 team, there was there was good things. And then there was bad things, you know, with the knee injury, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the championship is great. But how do you look back at that year and your time with North Carolina, you know, with all things considered? Yeah, um, I definitely take it as like a learning year and just like kind of getting my feet wet in the league and just learning the process for how this league works, basically. And yeah, it was really hard to get hurt. And like, like I said before, like I love California, love being a homebody. And then I literally got moved across the country. So had surgery. So it was just like a really hard year for me. And I mean, I was around the best players in the world too. So I felt like I learned a lot and still grew a lot as a player. So I would just take it as like a learning like year, I guess, for me and just like getting back into it with my knee and all that. So, yeah. And then how did you ultimately find out about being placed on waivers? I'm always interested to see how players learn about these things because with the way that Cosette was acquired, because I learned this in in preparing for that interview she didn't find out until the the rain actually like followed her on instagram and sent her a dm i thought yeah how, she told how me does that, that, i was like that is crazy how does that happen you know so what was your experience with being hearing about how you were placed on waivers how did that whole scenario go and what i mean at that point uh what's your mindset after you hear about that yeah so it was really weird and like very up and down roller coaster when I found out because I was actually like driving to get an MRI on my knee to kind of see like how the surgery had done with like good or bad. Um, and I get a call from my college coach Kadani first and he like calls me and he's like, Hey Leah, like people are calling me saying that you got waived, like what's going on? And I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this is news to me. He's like, well, you should call your manager then as I'm on the phone with him, I'm getting a call from my manager and I'm like, Oh, there it is. So I'm like, I'll call you back. And then I get a call from them and they're like, whatever. Hey, sorry. Like we need your roster spot basically. And we don't, we know you're not going to be ready for that like challenge cup. So like, good luck. And I'm like, and they told me like what it was like to get on a waiver. Like you have 24 hours for a team to pick you up. Um, any team in the league can like decide to take your rights, whatever. And I was just like, okay. And then um, with your MRI too, you can't like have your phone in there. So I just got this news, go to my, go to my MRI, MRI and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wonder what's happening. Like if people are calling me or anything, I don't know. I, my mind was just kind of like racing, but talk to the rain and talk to Bill and he's like, He's like, if we can get you, like, we're going to get you, like, we want to take a chance. Like, how's your knee? And I'm like, so I I have a friend doctor. So like he did the MRI and then he got, he could read it right away. So he was like, it's good. Like if you, you're good, if you want to keep playing. So I told Bill that and he's like, okay, like come up to Tacoma, like whenever you can, like take as however long you need to like get your knee recovered and then come up. Like if we get your rights, whatever. So then they acquired me and then I was able to come up in the, I think for that little like 
two or three months. So I decided to come up to just like see how my knee did and it felt really good. And then got a three-year contract deal after that. So it all, I feel like it all worked out for a reason, but yeah, the waving pro like it was so weird and just like out of the blue and like, it was like up and down. Cause I'm like, it was just so, yeah, so weird and random and like, not very like, I don't know. It was just not a good process. I feel like. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, to hear whatever, I don't know. I mean, obviously, cause I'm not in the player standpoint, you know, it's, it's a different uh, thing from media standpoint, but whenever, you know, it's in the news that the players hear it from, you know, somebody else, like in a store, you know, they're out in public and they hear this stuff, yeah. you know, it's uh, you're like, obviously your coach calls you and said, people are telling me that my, my player has been waived. I, I always just think that's something that, uh, you know, it's something I don't like to hear, you know, cause it's yeah. like, I feel like as an organization, there should be a level of trust there. And I'm sure it's different with different organizations, but it's disappointing, you know, and then yeah. obviously for you to be on the way to an MRI, it's like, okay, this just happens. And now I have to go, you know, go off the grid again, essentially for a little bit while I get this done. So, I mean, I'm sure that wasn't a time that, I mean, obviously to go through surgery and to have that happen, I know that was mm -hmm. difficult. And then for that to happen, you know, I'm sure it wasn't exactly a fun time. Um, but then from there with the rain, what was your initial impression about, you know, just this kind of the whole thing from the organization to the area? Because I know, you know, playing in the Pac-12, you come up to Washington a little bit, you know. Right. So what were your initial thoughts about, you know, speaking with them? I know at the time when you hear from them, it, you're still probably dealing with it. So it's probably not easy. But overall, what were your first impressions about, you know, the organization and just the situation? Oh, God, mm -hmm. the rhyme. Well, like, uh, off the yeah, <laughs> off the bat, I honestly was super excited because um, I just like felt already so cared about, I guess, the, the way Bill was just like, once you're neat, like figure out your own stuff at home. And then like, whenever you feel ready, you can come up like it's no rush, like it's on you, like, come when you can. And as far as the location, I was so happy because I was back on the West Coast. And my best friend from college um, lives in Seattle. It's her hometown. So like, so, like, it's like my second family. So I was like, okay, I already have a best friend up there. Um, they put us in the like such beautiful apartments on the water up here in Point Reston. So I can't complain about where we live. It's beautiful. Like, I feel like we get treated so well up here. So I have zero complaints. And the atmosphere is awesome. Like I love the players. Like they're super nice. Like we have a really good team culture going on here. So yeah, it's been, it's been great up here so far. To touch on that, do you have any thoughts about playing on uh, in Cheney stadium? I know it's kind of an interesting situation at the point. I know that uh, OL is working on identifying a site uh, for, you know, a facility for the, the franchise. Um, but do you have any thoughts about playing? Is there, anything that makes it interesting I know uh I believe with Bethany she said it makes it harder to take corner kicks uh <laughs> yeah. but do you have any of your own personal uh thoughts on playing in Cheney Stadium um I will say that like where they put the grass down like where the dirt's supposed to be it like divots very slightly but it's just enough that it could get you so that's probably what I definitely don't like about it but and like I hear a lot of like ups and downs because the girls that have been in Seattle were like oh we love it over there in Seattle and so moving to Tacoma has been like a kind of a downgrade but 
I haven't experienced Seattle over there that much. So I'm like fine with Tacoma and fine, like with our setup for what, for what it is now, but hopefully like we get a stadium soon that we can call ours that we're like proud to call ours, I guess. Yeah. I remember, ah, shoot. I don't remember what year it was, but I do remember when they were the Seattle rain and playing in Memorial stadium, Memorial stadiums, it's an interesting stadium and it's kind of older and it's right below uh, the space needle. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. obviously a convenience thing. I'd like to just go to Memorial stadium for the games, Yeah, but uh, Shaney stadium. I mean, it's obviously again, as a player, I'm I I would not like to play with those divots, but you know, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, But I uh, it's been interesting to see. I know that you guys have uh, the newer practice field. That's only five minutes away. Um, and I know that uh, after that was announced about the newer practice field that they were talking about identifying, I think, four facilities. Um, so, I mean, that's got to be exciting. But, yeah, it's it must be interesting. I mean, like you said, if they set you up real nice down there on Point Rustin and um, I mean, it's a nice ballpark. To right. See yeah. it, like to see the a soccer field on it's it's different. But I mean, for the time being, I feel like it's sort of something where it's like this will do for now. But yes. long term, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, it's good for now, but definitely like things in the future that needs to be fixed, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I think they're, I have good faith in that, and it's, yeah. and it's, it's, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, I'm sure for you, it's like, okay, you know, we're gonna get a facility, but, um, it's, it, it, it's been cool to uh, make it down there, and I'm excited to hopefully be back down there on the 30th. I have to figure out scheduling things, but, uh, to get back. Uh, to my list here was there anything that was extra motivation for you in recovery or was it more so I want to get back and I'm excited to get with this club was there anything that was you know extra motivation whether it might have been you know how the situation unfolded to how you got to the rain or were you just trying to get back and you know get back and ready to be with this club Mm-hmm. I think there was definitely extra motivation and just kind of like a new spark, like being moved to the the rain because I was like, okay, like I'm, it's like a fresh start. So I was like, if I could get my knee back, like good, I can go and just like start fresh and start new and just like have love for soccer and experience this awesome experience where I, I get to keep doing what I love and like at a new place. So there definitely was extra motivation. I feel like after like being waived and then being picked up and like seeing that the team had faith in me. So I'm like, okay, I need to like work hard and get back so I can give them everything I got basically. Who and or what made you feel welcome at first with this club? It sounds like, you know, from what you were being, you know, told and being acquired off of waivers and like, Hey, you know, you get your knee sorted out and then you come up here. It sounds like there was sort of, you know, some trust being built right away and uh, but I mean was there any other point that you sort of started to feel more welcome at first with this club whether it was getting into the building meeting other players how did you really get situated I guess yeah I think I was already comfortable like being in Seattle just because I knew I had people like outside of soccer that I could go to but the girls are super friendly and nice. And I think that they welcomed me with open arms, which was really helpful. There's a couple of girls that I've like known just through the soccer world that were on this team already. So it wasn't like intimidating to come in here. And I think like the trainers were awesome and really helpful with my knee. So I think everybody really welcomed me with open arms, which was really nice. 
What sort of things have you learned from Coach Benstidi? And please correct me if I'm saying that wrong. I could be saying it wrong. Uh, I mean, what sort of things have you learned under Coach? Uh, I know it's still, you know, relatively early in the season, but what sort of things have you held on to the most um, in learning from him? Um, I definitely think the most important thing I've learned from him from being a forward is to keep my shots on frame and to like make the most of every opportunity I get because he's like on me about keeping my shots on frame. And like, even if it's to the goalie, like at least it's on frame, like don't waste any chances I get. And like, just be more like sneaky in the box. I would say like, I don't know. He's always just trying to tell me like how to be more dangerous, I guess up top. So it's been really good. And I think he's helped me a lot, like be smarter with the moments I get on the ball. Cause sometimes I'm frantic and just like, don't really relax. And so he's kind of taught me how to like be more technical and like savvy on the ball, I guess, which has been really good for me. So would you say that's something that that's an active goal of yours is to continue to work? I guess it's like an efficiency thing is sort of working towards that. Yeah. I mean, my goal or in my job is to score goals. So I think just keep finding the best ways to do so and keep switching it up. Like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a forward. So I like to shoot the ball as hard as I can. And, and I think I've learned how to like tame myself a little bit, like just by free helping out. So yeah, just keep growing on that. <laughs> Have you had any time to sort of take to yourself and enjoy the Pacific Northwest some more? I know that um, you know, once you were picked up with the rain, and I think it was the team was down in Utah. I think that was the the site back then, um, and it was kind of like, okay, I've got to work through recovery. And um, I know that you know we're underway with the season now, so you might not have as much time to do anything. Have you had any time to sort of explore up here and you know, I guess enjoy it and on your own time? Um, I've definitely like explored my area a little bit, like Point Reston and just like been a few restaurants down over here. And um, yeah, I like when I was here, like kind of in the summer, my, my friend Jalen, she has a lake house. So I've like seen some lakes out here. And so it's been fun to like look around kind of, but I haven't been able to like go on too many hikes or anything. Cause like on our off days, I want to chill. I don't want to like go do a hike, you know, but <laughs> it's beautiful. I like love the summers here too. Like the past, like few months have been kind of harder because of the rain but it's okay like I I got through it. it's already getting better so it's fine <laughs> yeah we're, we're coming up to summer and it, it might not be a California summer I don't think many things can compare to that but I I, I always take pride in the summers here I think they're really nice so mm-hmm. I think it'll be enjoyable you know when you yeah. get time to do that but like you said I'm sure when it's an off day it's like I need to rest I you know exactly yeah <laughs> so who came up with the idea of the matching tie-dye outfits uh, prior to the, the courage game? Was that, was that an individual thing or was that sort of a group plan? How did, how did that come into fruition? (laughs) Um, Well, actually like my best friend from LA has a tie-dye company called live and die LA. So if you guys want to check her out on Instagram, but I literally have so many tie-dye stuff. So cozy actually got one from that same company and we decided they're like and we've been calling our we've been saying like okay we have slay saturday so i literally have a tie-dye suit that says slay so i'm like it's perfect like i have to wear it so i mean we decided to like roll in with that on game day and i think it was perfect 
<laughs> I saw that. I was like, that was great. Because I mean, I had spoken with Bethany and I had spoken with Cosette. I was like, this is, this is cool. I mean, I thought it's the so colors cool. looked great. Um, <laughs> and then you. later I'll, I'll have to tag uh, live and die LA down in the description. I'll, I'll have that yes. set up. Okay, uh, good, good. She'll love that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was like, because obviously I've seen the different, uh, the different photos from pre-match. I always think that's really cool to see who arrives and what, but I was like, this is coordinated. This is cool. I was like, who, who planned this out? Was this someone's idea or is this like a group thing? So it's, it's cool to hear uh, yeah. how that comes into play is, are there plans for, for more potential? I was just about to say, you should be ready for more coming, coming up because we plan on slaying every game day. So okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'll keep an eye out. I have to keep an eye out for that. Um, and it, I'm sure it'll be exciting. I'm excited to see what you guys have planned. Yeah. Um, I, I will touch on the fashion aspect here again in a second, but to get back to one sort of last thing with the rain, what are you most excited about? If I had to make you pick one, you don't have to pick one. If you want to, you know, throw a couple things out there, please go ahead. Um, about as we continue throughout this season, because obviously, you know, we're a couple games down. So we're getting our feet wet, I guess, in a way, but I mean, we're still underway, um, you know, continuing through the regular season, obviously last year didn't really have a regular season, let alone have anything be regular uh, new additions. I know Rose Lavelle has just joined uh, today um, for training um, as well as coming off a big win versus Portland. That's huge. So, I mean, is there anything, are there any things that you're look, looking forward to, whether it's having fans back or are there any particular games or what, what's, what are you looking forward to? I think the main thing I'm looking forward to is just having a lot of home games and having fans there and having my family come up and watch games again and be able to play for them. So definitely just playing and obviously winning. So I want to like win as many games as we can. And it's fun to winning's fun. So I just want to keep winning and playing well and performing and hopefully my team can go all the way and win a, win a shield that would be so cool yeah no it'll it'll be exciting and I'm I'm intrigued to see how uh everybody's put into place you know with other additions coming in I think later next month um and even Rose being implemented to the team you know there's a lot of moving pieces and I'm interested to see how that all gets played out but I think regardless of how all that goes it's going to be an exciting time if you're a rain fan or even you know just to have the NWSL back I'm sure everybody is excited for that and to be back in stadiums. I mean, that's, I can't take that for granted again. I'm, you know, with, we do a weekly show. I mean, even starting this, you know, a lot of sports go on in this brain here. So to, to not have that, it was like, damn, this kind of sucks. I know. Yeah. Um, to get away from, I'm sure you talk about soccer a lot and I'm sure, you know, it's something that happens all the time. I want to get off, off the field here and focus more, you know, on stuff like that. Um, I already touched on the pregame outfits. I think that's great. Um, if I had to make you pick somebody, could you pick somebody who you think has the best style on this team or is it too hard to pick just one? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I think it's hard because we all have like our own unique style, but I think Z comes in always looking good and um, Ella, there's a couple, there's a lot of good ones, but Yeah. It's, it's hard to pick one. If, if you weren't playing soccer, 
what would you pursue profession wise? Because in the USC, uh, just like the bio of you, it said, uh, I think it's a CIA agent. Is that still something that you would think about? Or is there something yeah. else you'd think about? And, and what's the story behind that? Um, yeah, I think if I wasn't playing soccer right now, I would be an FBI agent. And I mean, probably not yet, but that's where I would probably be wanting to be. But I, um, I got my major in criminal justice. And right now I'm actually getting my master's online for criminal justice again. So I'm hoping that this will just help me when I'm done with soccer, like keep pursuing that. So that's still a goal of mine. So right now I'm just having some fun playing soccer as long as I can before I get serious, I guess. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Like I just always have love. I don't know if it's like the TV shows I watched that made me love it or like just reading about stuff like that. But just has been something a passion of mine that I want to pursue and I always say that I get like adrenaline and like that passion on the soccer field and I don't want that to stop when I'm done playing soccer so I feel like doing that I'll get I'll definitely get adrenaline and just it'll be like I have to think on my feet and it'll be super cool so that's kind of why I've been deciding to pursue this. So soccer player to crime fighter slash detective is yeah, sort of the plan I like here. that. Okay. I like that a lot. Right. I, that's that's interesting. I haven't really heard about. I mean, well, not I've heard about you know fighting crime, but I, that's I, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, super cool. Is there any part of the state that you want to visit in particular? Is there like a like a somewhere circle that you want to go to, or are you just kind of when you get the chance, and obviously when you feel like it, you know, you don't want to go on a hike if you've just had training for the rest of the week. Um, is there anything, any hikes or any scenes or, you know, any events that you want to uh, attend uh, around the state? Um, I mean, I always like when it's a nice day out, I see Mount Rainier and I really want to go visit there. So hopefully if I get like a weekend off or something, I could go and just like look at it up close because it's so beautiful from far away. So with that, you know, taking that in consideration do you really get any time off because I mean if you're still working uh at your at uh criminal justice I mean is it kind of all work for you or do you ever sort of get to relax yeah I think um honestly when I was just doing soccer I was kind of like bored because we Mm. work for like max four hours a day like going in the doing practice if we I mean like today was a longer day because we had film practice and weights but on those days where we just have practice like we have a lot of downtime because like recovery is like part of our job I guess so having some school to do has just like made it just like me feel more productive with my time off I guess and I'm only in one class and it's once every eight weeks and I have like it's really manageable so I have a lot of time to like go do other stuff so I do have downtime and like stuff to do. Like I have a lot of time to like go out and have fun too, which is good. Speaking of recovery, do you have any thoughts on, I I believe it's a cryo chamber. I think Mm -hmm. I've seen a couple of the players uh, using that. Do you have, have you used that? And do you have any thoughts on it? I've used it for sure. Um, It's like an ice bath, but like for your full body and it's only three minutes. So yeah, you go in for like three I think it's yeah three minutes max so it's like the worst three minutes of your life but then you're done so you, you can get through anything in three minutes 
So it's, it's works good. It's really good for recovery. I think. I didn't know it was that quick. I was, yeah. Cause I know about ice baths and ice baths are, you know, I mean, you take it with a grain of salt, but that's something that seems a little intimidating, but I mean, if it's just the three minutes, I know I say just, but I'm, I'm sure when it's, when you're in there, it doesn't feel like three minutes. Right. It does feel longer, but it's uh, an ice bath, like 10 minutes and this one's three. So it's like, okay, you can do three minutes. Um. <laughs> Do you have any quick uh, first impressions from Rose Lavelle? I know that's, you know, around the soccer world, that's kind of a big thing. But do you have any first impressions or did you have any thoughts about her prior to her joining the club? I know the team acquired her uh, her rights via trade a little bit ago. Have you, has that been a thought that anybody's had is, oh, we, she might join the team at some point. Uh, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? Um, I think it's awesome. She's here. I think, she's a great player and will definitely grow and people need to be watch out for all of us. And so I think she's just a great addition to the team and I'm really glad that she decided to come here and play for us. So I don't know if people like were suspicious or not, if she'd come or not. So I think it's really cool that she's here and I think it'll be awesome to see her live and just watch her do really well against the other teams. Like you said, just everybody together. I mean, it's, team sports or team sports for a reason. So it's excited to see how, you know, everybody uh, benefits of it. Did you, were you going to say something? I'm sorry if I interrupted. No, no, you're good. Um, and then lastly, do you have a favorite French fly place, French fry place? I know that was uh, a point of emphasis in an interview I read. I think it was with North Carolina. Is there a spot that's like your top, top uh, all time favorite or um, do you have a few? Um. I think this is probably, this always sounds weird to people, but this, there's like this, um, rush or not a restaurant. It's a fast food place called Del Taco and it has the best fries ever. And I think I just grew up eating those fries. They're like the crinkle cut and they come in like, if you get the large one, they come in like a, like a soda, like bottle Mm -hmm. thing. And they are, they are so good. Those are my favorite all time. And no one's eaten them since. People might think it's weird, but you guys need to try them. <laughs> I, I, I admit at right now I'm skeptic, but next time I see a Del Taco, I'll have to remember that. Cause I know what Del Taco is. I just, I guess I'm not the most familiar with them. So I, I forgot that they had fries. So I'll, I'll have to, yeah, I'll, I know I'll trust your like, word on it. I'll trust Del Taco you. and you're, you get fries there. And I'm like, trust me, <laughs> they're really delicious. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to take your word for it and I'll have to find out. Is there anything that you want to sort of, uh, well, actually I will ask you this. How do you think that the media has done, um, you know, widespread media, you know, the big people like ESPN and TNT, Bleacher Report, CBS Sports, all of that. Um, obviously CBS Sports is, you know, tied with the NWSL. How do you think that they've done to, so far this year? I know we're early, um, with you know putting the games out there and access to these games because i know that with the wnba um google signed a big deal with them to put more games out um i know that with the nwsl it's a little bit limited i know you know if you've got if you've got paramount plus which i had to get i mean it's a no-brainer uh i know some of the games are on twitch and some of them are on cbs how do you as a player you know on your standpoint how do you think the media is doing so far this year and what sort of things could improve um, I think it's been like, not the best. I think, I mean, my family like always tries to watch the games and they're like, 
which one is it this time like what what what's it on like twitch paramount like all these like when people are like oh like where can I watch the games like if I'm like out I'm like I don't even know because like it changes every game so I think that part is kind of hard and like it's not like easy access I guess to watch our games and I mean they're really fun to watch so like I love watching all the other teams play so I think like that definitely needs improvement and it will just help the league grow more if we can like get more like a better approach to that I guess so yeah it's something that I um I mean I like asking it because I like to hear you know the player's standpoint uh, I've spoken with Jewel Lloyd of the Storm here in Seattle and Kiana Williams here with the Storm and uh, the WNBA has their WNBA app. And if you get the league pass, I believe it's 17 bucks, which in retrospect, a lot of league passes are a lot more. So I think it's a good deal. All you have to do is go into their app and hit watch. And they've got all the games going. I could probably go right now, you know, and everything. I mean, I think that's an ease, of, ease of access thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, that is said, a good idea. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've I've had to do that. It's like when, obviously when the team's on the road, like Portland, I was like, is it on Twitch? Is it on Paramount Plus? I mean, you know, I have to find yeah. it. I have to just go to the Twitter feed and see the link they put out. So it's it's it is interesting to you know hear what you guys think about it because at the end of the day, I I, I mean I'm media, but I'm not ESPN. You know, so right. the goal is to you know tell these stories and hear from you guys because I don't know it's 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 discouraging to see the lack of media, I guess you could say, and I'm sure you know so much more about it. So that's why I like to ask from you guys, you know, and I'm hoping that we see more improvements. The WNBA has done some good things and I know their ratings are up, but like you said, at the end of the cell, it's like, I wish that things were easier for people. Cause like you say, if somebody on the, you meet somebody like, Oh, where can I watch the games? It's like, well, you have to have like three subscriptions to like, yeah, find it. So good luck. So yeah, that's, here's to hoping that improves quickly. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I bought the Paramount Plus. I'm, I'm, I'm set and I, I know how to work Twitch, but some people may not. So yeah. again, it's, it's hoping that maybe they come up with an app that's similar. Um, so, you know, uh, is there anything that you want to put out there? I, I, I will uh, link and or at uh, live and die LA in the description, but is there anything that you want to put out in the world you want to promote not really no I think um I just think that we'll do really well this year so I'm excited for my year with the team and just excited how to see how far we go and thank you so much for having me I mean it's it's all that the pleasure is all mine I mean really I, I was telling uh her this before this uh and speaking to those watching in watching the challenge cup and being there on the oh shoot I've got my media pass on the the wall here. That's why I'm looking at it. Uh, being there for the Red Stars game, I was like, Leah Pruitt is flying around the field. And then obviously it paid off in that Red Stars game with the goal. But I was like, this is, and you know, obviously in media, I have to pick up on these things. So it's it's really cool to see that. So getting to speak with you has been exciting. And now I can say I've technically spoken with all members of the, the tie-dye squad from that game. So that that's cool, but that's so cool. <laughs> it, it is a pleasure to work with this organization and hopefully, you know, continuing to work with Enderbissell as a whole. I did make a separate podcast just to talk with other players outside of Seattle, just because I do want to be able to try and be a messenger, I guess, for the stories of these women, you know? So 
Uh, it's been really fun. And like you said, it really, really excited for this season. I know, again, we're early. I have to temper myself, but it, it is really exciting to look at. And I'm sure it's exciting for you guys too. So looking forward to the rest of this season. And I want to thank you for your time. Yes, thank you so much. Baba Bowie.